Today on the Chat and Chew so Show. When I was 19, I knew that I was going to do it twice. I Wait knew minute. then at Wait 19. Really? First of all, you said you married at 19. No, no, no. 19, I knew I was going to marry twice. Hey, everybody, it's your girl Roxanne, and today we're making a Capri salad. Well, welcome everybody to the Chat and Chew Show. We are excited. Oh, oh my God. Betty. <laughs> I just got the chills, Roxanne. You too? It's like we got like really p- people here. We have a live studio audience. Oh my gosh! Oh. Yes. We coming for you, Oprah. I know. Watch out. <laughs> well, as you guys know, the Chat and Chew show was designed to empower people to do their relationships better. Mm-hmm. And I always say this: everybody is on a different spectrum. You could be married, divorced single still trying to figure it out um and this show is designed to give you tips and tools that you can make your life better so i've been married you guys it'll be 31 years oh i know let's, yeah let's hear it for that <laughs> i was only like two when i got married though no <laughs> i keep joking and saying i've officially crossed over to miss betty everybody calls me miss betty but uh yeah 31 years and I met my husband uh, at church, actually, and um, I was in this stage of life where I said, you know what, I'm done with God. I'm chasing this one dude around, he's stringing me along, and I'm like, okay, I gotta be done with it. And and God must have knew I can only like stand it for a week. <laughs> and like a week later, I met my husband, and here we go, 31 years later. That is wow. just crazy. So if you're out there and you're saying, hey, does this thing work? It can work, it can work. So what about you, Ms. Roxanne? I know people who follow the show, they know our story. Yes. (laughs) Uh, uh, Uh-oh, somebody said they want the tea. Let's hear it. I feel like I need a follow-up question. I'm in that whatever you are, that that category. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so I'm divorced, but you know, divorced and it's been like a few years now, but, and I started dating. And it was a disaster, like okay. a whole disaster, like each date. Um, like each date? <laughs> <laughs> like every single date yeah, you went on? it was like its own special disaster. Oh it my, was real, okay. Yeah, so. yeah. If you watch some of the uh, uh, Chat and Juice shows, I think mm-hmm. this is episode 12, I believe. 12, we just did We're 12. episode 12, yeah! 12 oh, episodes, I know, we're doing it. But if you listen to some of the former episodes, you will uh, hear some of Roxanne's dating stories. I don't mean to laugh, but it just cracks me. (laughs) It cracks me up. It cracks me up. But yeah, so uh, wow, that's just crazy. So it's not going to just be Roxy and I today talking about uh, giving you tips to empower your relationship to do your relationships better. But we got a special guest with us. And we got the reason that we have a studio audience today is because the audience members are going to get an opportunity to ask her some questions. Right now, we just have uh, ladies in the audience. We do have a gentleman with us too, uh, who's trying to act like he ain't here. Uh, <laughs> so he' gonna be listening in. Uh, but uh, so yeah, so we're excited about that. So let me ask the audience: Is everybody single? Except for I know our guests, you you aren't. But raise your hand if you are single. Okay, now let me find out. Are you single and looking? Oh my, you guys. 
What I mean by looking, I mean by are you open to the possibility of are you available? Like if like if some Prince Charming, what you think is Prince Charming, walks up, I see our producer Vanessa's all like, oh, oh, oh. Can I put my hand behind my back? <laughs> like, okay, okay. So, so, I, so, are you open? Come on, mama. <laughs> mm -hmm, she said it. Oh, come on she said she was okay wait are you open wait i think that's huge did we say small head bald-headed bald-headed black man okay i thought she said small-headed black man i was like that's an interesting requirement but but bald-headed black man that's nice that's nice that's nice yeah i'll take one of those i like that i like that idea are you open and she said word up oh she done went back to the 80s okay but i <laughs> but I like that idea of are you open because yeah, a lot of times nice. uh, people are, they they are they are looking for someone but they present like I'm closed mm -hmm. right so if someone comes up to them then they they present like they're closed and if uh oh that that you do that okay Guilty. what <laughs> yeah wow okay cool. Well, you guys, this is going to be a fantastic show, so you don't want to miss not one bit. So we'll see you on the other side of the break. Woohoo! I love this. here at the Chat 2 show where we empower you to do your relationships better. And at <laughs> you gotta be used to it. We got live studio audience we do. today. <laughs> yes. yes, we're excited about it. And we have a special guest with us today. And she's gonna tell us all about uh, her life and where she is right now. But we invited her specifically to give us some tips or you guys some tips and some pointers <laughs> right. on getting dates and all that stuff. So first Absolutely. of all, tell us your name and what you do for a living. Okay, so my name is Bridget DeFritas, and don't worry, I had to learn how to say it too. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I am the proud owner of Stepping Stone Recruiting, and it's a staffing mm. firm. And so everything about my life is about recruiting, mm. including in your life recruiting the one. All right. And so we're gonna talk a little bit, mm. we're gonna talk a little bit more about that. So I have been, 10 years wonderfully married okay. and so I know you might say hey 10 years you've been married what do you know but I wasn't always married I know I look young but I'm not <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so I'm not and so I have lots of years that I have been on the continuum okay. as you said earlier of the dating um, and so we're gonna talk about yeah, talk yeah. some more about yeah. that so mm. one thing that uh, at the chat and choose show we are authentic and share as much as you feel comfortable with absolutely I you know, <laughs> so this, so you're married ten years, but were you married before? Yes, I okay. was married. This is my second marriage, okay. and so when I was 19, I knew that I was going to do it twice. Wait I knew minute. then at Wait 19. Really? First of all, you said you married at 19. No, no, no. 19, I knew I was going to marry twice because I knew I was going to be foolish the first time. How could you know that? At I knew I, because you're going to hear throughout this time. You're going to hear about one, one of my favorite people, which is my grandmother, and she talks to me about being foolish in marriage. Mm. And so I knew back then that I would do it foolishly and just uh, 
do uh, relationships without mm. thought. Wow. And this is what happens. We do, we embark in relationships without thought. Okay. And so my first time, that's what I did. And so my second time, I went back and had some thought. And I'm going to share with you my thoughts. So that's how you get to the place of blissfully married. Okay. Oh. <laughs> She's blissfully married. <laughs> that is wonderful. Oh they, they, I know everybody's like, let me take some notes. Pull out your phone. So, you can <laughs> so um, anything you want to ask to about? Not, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Give me, I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going right, to listen. Cool. Okay. So you've been married for 10 years and uh, let's, can we hear a little bit about your story? Oh yeah. So, so when before I was married, I had three goals. I want I have a 21-year-old son, and he was about seven at the time. And I really wanted to grow my career, and I really wanted to buy a house. Those are the three things I really wanted to do. And I said, you know what? Later for a relationship, I don't have space. I don't have time. I don't have space, and I don't have anything. So. As I was working, I met a gentleman and we were just friends. We were just friends. And he would periodically say, I'm choosing you. Really? Woo! I just got chills for a second when he said that. He said, I'm choosing you. And I said, I'm not available to be chosen. And so he said, well, periodically, I'm going to come and put in an application. What? And if a space is, if a job is available for me to be with you, I'd like to apply for it. Let me pause for a second. Yeah. yeah. What planet is this gentleman from? And so I really said, I do not, I said, I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I'm not interested in a man. I'm sick of men. That was my space. And that, how many women have been there before? So you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? And so at this moment, yeah, so I was, I was like this. I was totally closed because I wanted to be shut down and didn't have it. But he said, that's okay. You know, shut down is my specialty. And so where did he live? A delicious word. Let's Hey everybody, it's your girl Roxanne, and today we're making a Capri salad. And so that's your mozzarella, um, basil, and tomato. And um, I like this dish because it's a good starter or appetizer, if you will, if you're hosting or if you want to take th something to a holiday party. And it looks kind of fancy, but it's easy to make. So we're going to get started by pulling out a nice platter and we're going to lay out our mozzarella. So I bought the mozzarella ball that's pre-cut. So it's cut into um, little circles and we're laying those flat out so that each one has its own place on the platter. And then we're gonna add some fresh basil and I just use one um, nice size basil leaf per circle. And then on top of that, we just add our sun-dried tomatoes. And so the sun-dried tomatoes come in their own little jar and I use about two to three tomatoes per um, setting and um, depending on the size because they vary in size and so once you have that on there I just sprinkle some some pepper on top just over the whole tray and then I'm gonna add my um, salad dressing and so I'm using a balsamic vinaigrette with honey and um, shake that up pull that pour that over um, each little place setting to make sure each one gets a little bit of dressing mm -hmm. and then once you do that you are absolutely done it's ready to serve and this is great it took me about like 10 minutes to put together um, about I think it was I don't know 15 20 of them or something but it's nice because everyone gets their own serving and you can cut right through it with a fork it's easy to eat and a great addition to your holiday dinner all right so give it a try let me know what you think and I'll see you next time
I left out I left out a small piece that I met my husband at the place where we spend a lot of time. And where's that, ladies? Work. Work. Mm. And so I said, I'm, mm. I don't I don't have any space for it. So he said, that's okay. And so we worked together. And so he would come periodically and he would say, I was just checking to see if there was there was a you know opening. So, and I would say, no. Let me find out because I don't know how you guys feel about dating somebody at work. Yeah. Like I would have totally been. Off. Look, no, you know, like. No, Coach Donisha said, that we could date people at work. I was Except there. So, they they so let me talk about it. Right, right. So let's let's talk about because I'm an HR professional. Watch the episode. And now. so I'm an HR professional. And so nowadays, dating is not taboo at work like it used to be 20 years ago. 20 years ago, you no, if you dated your yes. secretary, no, it's not. It's common. It's not, it's okay. Because we spend anywhere from seven to 14 hours at work. So where are you going to meet somebody if you spend in 14 of your waking hours? at work mm. so meeting so, someone at work is not taboo it's not a bad saying, thing she's our male no. audience so tell me why you maybe you don't no. have anybody you like at work tell me why you say no <laughs> i just feel like that's my space like i'm there so much um you could easily ruin that that space for you if the relationship doesn't work out oh so it's mm. like a safe place yeah, safe yeah. Place. okay it our male <laughs> our male was shaking his head yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. you want to share <laughs> So not everything for everybody. Not everything for everybody. This is true. Sometimes you don't, and sometimes you do manufacture it. And we'll, we might, if we have time, we'll talk about mm -hmm. manu manufacturing a relationship. And so he would periodically come throughout our time together and put in an application, as he would say. Mm. And I would periodically say, there is no job. Mm. Until one night, we were working late together, and I started talking about being alone. Right. <laughs> I started talking about being I, I started talking about being alone and he said if you will allow me you will never have to be alone again Ooh. and so chills again and so <laughs> and so I exactly and so I I still didn't get it I still didn't get it I still was okay and I, I had I had these rules because you know ladies how many have dating rules I know you do Please you have, have dating rules, rules. Please yeah. Have a so rule. you have dating rules. So you have some dating rules. So I, I like to take out rules and call them guidelines. Okay. Because mm -hmm. when you think of rules, you believe they can't be broken. Mm -hmm. And so in the dating gotcha. world, women pause. Right. Let's, let's take that. Yeah. In. So instead of rules, yeah. guidelines. Have guidelines because when you, if you have rules, then it makes you rigid, and then you okay. don't want to break them because rules make you feel like you can't break them. I like that. But okay. guidelines, mm -hmm. you can be mm -hmm. you can be open to bob and weave, or put some gray in there, okay. or change it up. So, mm -hmm. for example, would a guideline be like Ma said, "I want a bald head, dark skin." But could it could a so, guideline be like, black, black. oh, black? Okay, black. Okay. But <laughs> stop. But could a guideline be? It, it does it. Could it be she finds someone that she falls in love with who's light-skinned and bald-headed? So, I, so 
One thing that I want everybody to get. So let's talk about that. So when you talk about guidelines, they are specific to you. Okay. So one of the things that happens with women all the time is that you have guidelines and then you want to make them mine. Uh, and so or you have guidelines and you're like, no, 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 you can't date outside your race because I don't date outside my race. Wow. But mm-hmm. that's your guideline. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to stay on your page okay. so that I can stay on my page. So before the first thing, before you get out there, you say you want to step with some of your guidelines. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be Wait rigid. We got to pause on this. <laughs> Establish your guidelines. So establishing your guidelines. And so before, a lot of times we have this whole litany. Mm -hmm. I need him to be tall and I need him to be funny, good credit, a great car, a great job. So you have all these things. (laughs) So you have all these amazing things. But then you forget, are you the woman that can handle all these guidelines? Let me say that again. Are you the woman that can be the receiver of all these guidelines? And though you don't, this is what I call it, let me have a check. Let me have a reality check. Let me, re- so, if, so if I want a man with, a good cre- with good credit, does he want a woman that has bad credit? Oh my. And if that's me, how is it that I can get that man if I don't fit that criteria? Does that wow. make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's mm-hmm. not a dig, ladies. It is a check. Okay. And like so that. the great thing is about checks is that you could pivot and move with okay. it. So you you can start and say, okay, I don't have good credit, but I want a man with good credit. So let me let me join some kind of credit program and get myself <laughs> together, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> and so so that's one thing that, that women sometimes forget. That when they had this litany of these great things that I do, okay. So you, so this is what I'm exactly. Thank you. This is what. So you have to think about what do you have that's gonna make you palatable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like to yeah, receive like yeah. palatable yeah. for the. <laughs> like I like that. Okay, yes, like for okay. the man to say yes, you okay. are. And, and we're going to get back, but the thing that I want ladies that you come away with is that in my marriage, in my first marriage, I chose, but in my second marriage, I was chosen. Mm. And so that makes all the difference in the world being chosen. And as strong women, mm-hmm. yeah. we like to choose. Because yeah. it makes us, in the, it's very vulnerable and tough to be chosen Chosen. that makes you vulnerable because when you think about being chosen sometimes we think we we can't be or we're not good enough Mm. Mm. it's not true Mm -hmm. it's just that story that we tell Mm. ourselves Mm -hmm. and we all have what's called and a dating story when you're dating you have this story that you're telling yourself when you're dating Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a story. And we'll, we'll talk about that, that dating story. And unfortunately for some women, the story stops you. Mm-hmm. It stops you because that guy sees that look on your face. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that when, when mm-hmm. we get to meeting. It's when we talk about when we actually get to meeting and we're mingling with the opposite sex and that look on your face mm. tells the whole story before wow. you open your mouth. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. This show was brought to you by the Chat and Chew Company. Music by Elwood Jones. Lyrics by Roxanne. Bring a Chat and Chew live event to your organization. Contact us at chatandchewshow at gmail.com.